This is the Hawthorne 73 Drive Podcast. Design, rigor, innovate, victory, everyone. What's driving you? Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the D73 Drive Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, John Reed, and here I am the uh, Director of Instructional Technology for the Hawthorne School District, and here with me as always. Hi, this is Kara Maturo, Assistant Superintendent of Innovative Learning. Thank you once again for joining us. This is episode number 22. 22? 22. We've had 22 episodes wow. so far. We've had a lot. We've had a lot. <laughs> we've talked a lot. We've talked a lot. Um, whether people want to hear us or not, <laughs> exactly. we've, we've talked a lot. Um, but happy to be here again to just share some different strategies with you. And this week, our topic is rigor. Rigor. Um, so we often talk about how to bring in kind of real world examples to make the learning meaningful and applicable for our students. And so today we want to talk a little bit about some of the characteristics of good questioning and why it's really important to ask good questions in your lessons, in your classrooms, with your students. Um, we were just talking a little bit before about how a lot of times when you go through, I mean, we're kind of in, yeah. we're in and past evaluation yes. season this now, observation. This is a big and, one for and, new teachers. And a lot of times, them. yeah, we, you were saying for new teachers, it's often, that's one of the things that gets, and I know for me right. on occasion, that was, even though I tried to be uh, intentional about that, there was always room for improvement on mm -hmm. how I asked questions in my classroom. Do you want to talk a little yeah. bit about some of the things? So you've... some of the things that, as as you all know, like part of the instructional component or domain, there's a section about questioning, like how high order, how how high ordered are your questions? And I know a lot of times new teachers come and say, "I'm supposed to get to the point where students are asking their own questions. How do I do that?" Mm -hmm. So. I think is you know because we're used to asking a question and the student gives us an answer or asking another question and our student gives us an answer our ultimate goal is that students start asking their own questions that they want to go deeper mm -hmm. into the content that they're curious about the content so how do we do that and I think that's why we're focusing today's podcast our little session today on just what makes a good question and how does that build rigor in your classroom? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, had a couple of different resources that Karen and I had been looking at recently and one of them, I think the way we're going to kind of structure today's episode is we, we love acronyms. Uh, they're, they're easy to remember. Um, and so one of the acronyms that we came across uh, had a, a book that I've read a couple times. It's been on my shelf for years. Uh, it is Barbara Blackburn's book, uh, Rigor is Not a Four-Letter Word. Um, and in this book, there is a format that she uses, I think used in a previous book too, that is called, oddly enough, Questions. And she goes down and it's an acronym, Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-S. -E and each one stands for different things that you can think about as you are trying to ask better questions in mm -hmm. your classroom or get to the point where students take ownership and they're asking the questions in the classroom. So, so I'm going to go through and I'm going to kind of do each of these different letters of the acronym and we'll kind of interject when, right. when we have some examples or some good ideas that we've seen or, or uh, that we have read about in other resources. Um, you had another article that yes. I think some so, of the... I, I don't know how many of you read Ed Leadership. It's an ASCD publication, but um, they did a whole... A, a published a month on questioning. And so the article that I'm looking at is Five Strategies for Questioning with Intention. It's by Costa and Kalik, and they also talk about like how strategic use 
intentional use of questioning can help deepen students' thinking and learning, build a growth mindset, and help students become aware of their own thinking process. So that's using the right question can do all of these things and make our classrooms more rigorous. So Absolutely. we'll be talking about that article too, and it'll be in our resources. Yeah, we'll drop it. I'll drop a link in the show notes. So if you want to take a look at that, you can just go in and click that link and go right to that article. One of the quotes, just to get everyone our framework here, the quote that starts the article says, you can tell whether a man is clever by his answers, but you can tell whether a man is wise by his questions. Very true. Very true. All right. So the first letter in questions, Q, uh, stands for quality. And that is to develop clear, concise, relevant questions that enhance students' understanding of the content. As an example, in language arts, instead of asking, what's the story about? Mm -hmm. You can ask a question like, how does the main character's decision affect the story's outcome? Right. That just gets them to think a little bit deeper about the characters, their motivations, um, to read a little bit closer into the story. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the same thing about the quality of questions is, are they at all cognitive level? So mm -hmm. we talk a lot about depth of knowledge um, or Bloom's taxonomy, like building up the verb ladder of what students are doing. So instead of asking like a simple question about like who's the main character, they talk about evaluate, right? Judge, analyze, analyze the main character's action. So really easy to do in the classroom is having the depth of knowledge or Bloom's taxonomy lists of those verbs and create your questions around those verbs. There will give us higher quality, higher cognitive levels. Yeah. One of the other parts uh, about, one of the components of rigor is making sure that students have that challenging content, but they are supported to be able to reach their understanding mm -hmm. of the content. So U is for understanding. And the idea behind that is ensuring that questions lead to a deeper understanding of the content rather than just memorization. Mm -hmm. So for example, in a social studies lesson, you could ask what factors contributed to the rise of a specific civilization instead of just listing the events that took place. Yes, for sure. The E is encourage multiple responses. For that. that one, use open-ended questions that allow for multiple answers, encouraging higher levels of thinking. During a science lesson, you could ask something like, what are some ways to reduce pollution in our community? And then have the students kind of brainstorm right. and explore various solutions to it. And I love things like that too, of like, like what did you gain? What are the mm -hmm. insights that you've gained? Like, so these are personal, personal. questions. Yeah. Yes, a mm -hmm. personal question. So they, it's not the same answer. These are more open-ended and they can go from there. What did they gain? What did they learn? Mm -hmm. How is this like something they've already learned? Right, right. Um, and if you want to ask questions that get around, and we've talked a lot about AI and chat GPT and some yes. of those things this year. If you want to get around, if you're worried about AI, mm -hmm. you know, replacing kids' abilities to do their own work, um, ask questions like that. Ask questions that need multiple answers, but also need a personal answer. Uh, mm -hmm. That's one of the things I've heard from some different teachers is instead of asking, you know, how does this character... Uh, interact with this character or how is this character like this other character we read about in another book you can ask questions like how is this character like um, a member of your, your family. family or mm -hmm. and so the student still has to give characteristics but it's in a more personal way okay. and there's no way at least at AI. this point there's no way AI <laughs> in the future you know, when AI takes over members. I'm sure oh, it will know everything but um, at this point it knows nothing about your family yeah. so that's one way of kind of getting around that to make sure students are doing their own work mm -hmm. if that's something you're concerned about the S in questions is to spark new questions 
So you want to create questions that encourage students to ask follow-up questions, to foster curiosity, to get them engaged, because yes. um, then they're hooked in the lesson too. Absolutely. If they are the ones generating new questions we were talking earlier about, right. we got to get to the point where the students, students are asking the questions. And I think a really good, easy way to do this is a wonder wall. Mm -hmm. So if you are teaching a piece of content and then giving students the time to what are they wondering about? Mm -hmm. What questions do they have about it? So, you know, we talked about like, you know, why, what, where, when, those are those are simple questions mm -hmm. and a good way to start, yeah. set starters. But then what about asking them to say, what if? Yeah. Or why not? Mm -hmm. Or where is better? Yeah. Or where is worse? So just adding those little pieces on make them start to mm -hmm. do higher order thinking questions. Yeah. And I think a lot of this is also to help prompt students to think about practical applications for what it is that they're learning, um, you know, to generate kind of their own questions about it. I know, I'll give you an example. We were sitting, um, because my daughter has gone to so many of her brother's baseball games, she's mm -hmm. always thrilled to be sitting there <laughs> watching sure. another one of his games. And so she was sitting and doing some of her homework while we were watching his game a few days ago, and they were uh, in the middle of studying parabolas in her math class. And she's like, when am I ever gonna use this? I don't I don't see any time I'll ever use this. I said, is there any time that you that you ever use or have to understand the idea of curves or you know these kind of calculations that you're doing? And she's like, Well, I don't think so. I said, think back a little bit. Like think about what are the mm -hmm. what are some situations that I mean, look at what you've got on your page. Right. What kind of things do you deal with, you know, and, and she plays basketball. Right. And so originally I mean immediately I'm like, okay. Any way that this applies to, and she starts going, oh, like, like I could kind of figure out, and she's a little nerdy anyway, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and she would not, she'd not be bothered by me saying that. Um, she's like, oh, so like I could kind of use math to help figure out like what is the best angle to shoot at For sure. if I'm like Curve. 10 feet from the basket versus 15 feet, 20 mm -hmm. feet. I said, okay, go. now you're starting to get it. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's that like sparking new questions, and then that kind of... Not that she was still super excited to be mm -hmm. doing her math homework, but that kind of helped a little right. bit that she knew. Make a bigger oh, idea. This is actually something Real that will world. benefit me. Relevant. Right. Absolutely. Do you remember um, in in some of the new teacher meetings? You know, we always talk about instructional strategies, and I remember with questioning because this is a strategy that we talk about. We put something in the center, almost like Jeopardy. Like the answer is Helen Keller. What are questions that you could ask yes. about? So mm -hmm. putting the answer before the question. So here's the answer, um, whatever it may be, and yeah. then generating questions. So straight, because kids don't know how to ask questions. Right. Their whole life they're being asked. Mm -hmm. So we have to help them understand this is how you ask questions. Yeah. This is how you put a question That's the whole together. point of us being teachers. Yes. <laughs> is we teach them how to do it. Um, T is thought provoking. You ask questions that require students to think deeply and reflect on their understanding. So for example, in an art lesson, you may ask a question, how does the use of color and composition contribute to the artwork's message? Yes. Um, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, but I said, this is a big one, sorry, with our understanding by design and essential questions, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So these are the types of questions that actually have concepts to them. So is a war, ever a good thing those type like a big is there ever concept. a just war is there ever question? a just yeah. war like asking that like who, class. yes who <laughs> yeah. has the power like mm -hmm. uh, all of those kinds of questions that actually 
spark debate, mm -hmm. spark deep thinking. So think of essential questions. They're conceptual based. There's no right or wrong answer. There's no yes or no. There's right like a continuum of what people's experiences are. Those are the type of questions I remember in sixth grade that are debatable. Kids love to mm -hmm. argue them. Those are the kinds of questions that we should be using in our classroom. Yeah. Uh, I is individualized, mm -hmm. so that is tailoring questions to the content and to students' abilities, their interests, their backgrounds. For example, in a music lesson, related questions about rhythm and melody um, could be tied into students' favorite songs. Or, or if genres, they can dance. Or, or if they, uh -huh. right. yes. <laughs> Um, and that just makes everything more do relevant and rhythm? engaging. No. Uh, do I have no, no? I don't have rhythm at all. No, I. My own children can attest to that. There you go. Uh, ownership. Oh, is ownership shifted to students? That is encouraging students mm -hmm. to create their own questions yep. to okay. deepen their understanding and take responsibility for their learning because we want we want them taking that responsibility mm -hmm. because they're immediately engaged when they're doing that. Um, you know, after any kind of a lesson, and have students. Uh, lesson on the civil rights movement, for example, have students develop questions that guide their research on a specific event or leader. Have them come up with those questions rather than you coming up with those questions. You want to balance questions. Uh, so N is narrow and broad. Um, balancing questions with open-ended inquiries to help students explore topics comprehensively. In a geography lesson, you can combine questions about specific landmarks with some broader kind of inquiries about the region's culture, economy, history. So you want to have a nice balance of uh, both the narrow and the broad. And then finally, S is success building. Use questioning to support and assess students' learning, aiming for success and understanding. So for another example in this one, in a physical education lesson, ask students to reflect on their performance, mm -hmm. identify areas for improvement, setting goals for future uh, performances. And I know some of our teachers have been doing that where they film students um, and they film their technique at throwing right. a ball Reflection. or kicking or, or whatever the, the lesson might be that particular day, have the students reflect on that. That's a great way to use technology right. as well. When we've got iPads and Chromebooks all over the place, we have cameras. Absolutely. So you can use those to help uh, students in that kind of a setting, help them assess their performance and ask questions to become more successful with it. Well, and this article that we also are referring to talks about like building habits of mind. And I think that's what we're talking about. Like, do these questions help them think about their own thinking? Mm -hmm. Like, so the questions are, do they help them persist in mm -hmm. a topic? Do they help them gather all types of data? So mm -hmm. multiple, like what are, what are the best resources to come up with these answers? Do they help them think flexibly? Um, do they take risks? These questions help them do that. Do they help them build to other questions, pose other questions? Also, this article talks about like um, all of the questions that you're asking should help deepen learning, right? Like, so think about where they are right now. And that's what we always do. We're trying to figure out where students are now and the questions then should move them along their understanding and deepen their understanding. Yeah. So these are some great strategies that you can use right away in your classroom. Mm -hmm. uh, particularly, might be particularly helpful if you are a newer teacher or even if you're a veteran right. teacher. And one of the things that may have come up on your evaluation is about questioning. About questioning. How to ask better questions in your classroom and transfer that ownership of the question 
generation and the question answering and asking to the students ultimately. Um, so these are some great things that you can be doing right away. Um, I'm sure we'll have some other ideas for mm -hmm. next time. Uh, if you have any ideas for questions or if you have some examples of great questions that you've asked in your class, we'd love to hear from you. So you can reach out to yes. either myself or Karen and let us know. And we'd love to share those on a future yes. episode as well. But we yeah, want our really, curious kids. Yeah. That's what we, we, we started our podcast originally with like building creativity mm -hmm. and the curious child. If we're the ones always asking the questions, kids are not going to be curious because right. we're just we're asking a question they're giving us what we want to hear we want to build curious kids this is one way to do it have them start generating their own questions Absolutely. using some of these ideas all right everybody thank you so much and we will see you back here again next week uh, next week's topic will be innovate Ooh thank you thanks for joining us on another episode of the d73 drive podcast design rigor innovate victory everyone What's driving you?